0: Thank you.
1: Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me this morning on the program. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you're having a great weekend so far. Yeah, it's been uh, yeah kind of dreary. Uh, yeah, I think if we're going to uh, get out and do some outdoor recreating uh, today, might be it'd be the better of the two days uh looking at the the forecast here it'll be cloudy 55 eh. but you know on the whole though um got to say that the fishing isn't uh, isn't too bad um conditions right now are you know i, I would venture to say eh, typical for this time of year maybe it's a little cooler than uh, than normal but uh, um, water temperatures have continued to drop as well, uh, and that will continue to spur the fish on for a while yet. As far as uh, uh, them getting ready for the upcoming winter, and I, I hate to talk about that, but yeah, I saw yesterday on the <laughs> up what was it up in the uh, up in Duluth that they they got snow. I know some people that work up there, and yeah, it's like uh Man, I don't want to see that. That's just wrong. It's too early, but eh. yeah, we've had early snow, snow showers up here down this way too. So you know, but yeah, it's, it's the season, I guess. But yeah, it's going to continue to you know, the 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 uh, water temperatures are going to continue to drop. I mean, right now it's uh, uh, fifty six up at Trempolo and up at Dresbach, fifty seven down in Genoa. 59 down in linksville. Uh, so it's, you know, the mid to upper fifties. And again, that's going to just continue to drop here as we get, uh, maybe not quite so much this coming week, but, uh, um, I think once we, we get into the latter part of next week, yeah, then it'll probably cool off a little bit. And it's certainly not going to, uh, help a great deal that, you know we keep getting all this rain and more rain and river stage right now the w- the water is up I mean it just there's just no two bones about it it's uh, it's at 83 right now and flows about uh 72, 73 thousand cubic feet per second so you know, I mean it, it just unfortunately it's just this is one of those years where we just have to kind of chalk that up and make the best of it here. But it is, you know, at least on the, on the plus side, you know, it is up a, a couple of feet, but for the most part, it's, you know, it, it has the last couple of days and it has, it looks, you know, for the next few days anyway, um, it, it'll get down, it'll drop about a foot in the, in the coming week here, according to the the chart here, um, you know, and that's not so bad. I mean, that, that'll at least, you know, it's not going to move the fish around all that much and. Or at least cause the fish to move around all that much. It's, and it's a nice gradual drop and it's not, you know, you get those big up and downs and that just really moves the fish all over the place and scatters them around. And, eh. but, uh, checking out the, uh, powerhouse marine hotspot report, uh, this morning here, uh, uh, talking to the folks up at Fat Cat Bait. Um, boy, the, the, the three lakes area up there right now is, uh, is doing very, very well on uh on panfish. So I mean if you want to uh get a mess of bluegills or crappies, what have you for uh uh this fall, now's the time to get out there. Today, I mean, like I said, today wouldn't be a bad day to get out there and, and uh uh and, and do some fishing. I mean there's some really nice sized bluegills that you can find and, and you know the thing is um you know, you, you don't have to spend a huge amount of time uh, out there as well. You know, you you find that bite and you know you get into the bluegills and it's like, yeah, you'll probably have to do a little sorting, but that's not you know the end of the world. But I mean, you know, you can catch some nice keepers uh, pretty fast, which is always a always a good thing. Um, so yeah, the you know the the uh, the panfish bite is, is doing very well. The crappie bite is, uh, is good too. Um, you know, as far as the, the river goes, like I said, it is, uh, it is up a little bit, um, and so you have to deal with that. That's making it a little hard to find the walleyes, uh, this morning. Um, it's, it's a bit more difficult, um, they're kind of moving around a lot they're they're moving around more i mean they they, yeah i think you can probably still find some on the wing dams hanging out on the wing dams um especially if there's you know decent current by those wing dams you know they'll be kind of hovering behind it just to kind of stay out of the current a little bit um but uh but yeah otherwise they're they're moving around a little bit more and um so, you know, you, you might have to, to search a little bit harder to find the walleyes, but, um, you know, check out the... I would start on the wing dams and then and maybe move to some other structure uh, a little later on, uh, or or later if you're not finding them there. But uh, and it sounds like there's... Uh, maybe follow the walleye tournament guys out there. I know there's an attorney out of, out of Winona today that's... Uh, um, that's going on and so we'll see how well they how well they do but uh um, they can be found might be just like I said a little bit harder than it has been the last few weeks so um now as far as I can't tell you much in the way of bass fishing um didn't get much of a report there so I I you know I would assume that they're probably still uh, hanging out in the, uh, weed beds and, and things like that, uh, cruising around waiting to, to you know, looking for those schools of minnows that are, um, still moving around in the, like I said, the weed, weed air, weed beds, weed beds and things like that. So, you know, I guess if I was, if I was looking for bass this weekend, I think I'd maybe, you know, for largemouth I'd maybe key in like on weed edges and things like o- along those lines. Um, smallies, uh, I would just, you know, work stretches of riprap, um, and, and the rocks and things like that. If you can find a nice rocky area, uh, I suspect there'll be some, uh, be some decent, uh, some decent smallies in there as well. So that's, those are the places that I would be looking for as far as, uh, the bass go. Um, some other species, uh, the Northern bite, uh, and the catfish bite, um, a little harder. I, I think, you know, Maybe we're getting to the point where the northern bites starting to pick up just a little bit um, I think they might be a little easier to find um, again uh you know i would I would be thinking yeah just the 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 weed edges and and uh place holes in the the weeds, places where they can just kind of lay and wait um you know some kind of structure where that they, they can just hide behind and wait for those schools of minnows to come by and uh chop down on them uh, you know and, and as far as uh, as far as the catfish go um, yeah I I would maybe look at like the wing dams as well uh, again in, in some of those uh, heavier currented areas um, you know that's the place those are the places like I said I would start out and then uh, maybe search around a little bit more I think they're getting a little bit harder to find I, I'm not you know, think it's a little early for them to start moving to their wintering places but um not, maybe not quite as active but
2: um yeah you
1: still might be able to find them check out the, like i said uh some of the wing dams you know if you're not getting a bite uh you know, i would maybe you know check out another one move you'll move on a little bit you know that kind of thing um but for me, if, if, if I was going out, uh, going out today, um, yeah, i I think I'd be concentrating on panfish, um, and that three lakes area up by pooh nice place. But that, you know, don't let me, you know, th- that's not the only place, uh, as well, but, you know, any place that's got some nice structure to it, um, you know, it's kind of out of the current, um, a little calmer water those, you know, any kind of a lay down in the water, uh, those are going to be the kind of places that I think you want to, you want to be focusing on, uh, this weekend. So if you can't make it up to to tremble, I mean, certainly you've got plenty of other places out here to, uh, to check out. Um, I'd maybe, you know, check out some of those, uh, areas to the south there down by Stoddard and, uh, some of those little islet areas in there, especially if, you know, you're looking for bass and things like that. Those are the kind of places that, you know, uh, I think I'd be Maybe focusing on too, uh, or like I said, Lake on Alaska. There's plenty of uh, you know that weedy structure left uh, you know that you can find find some nice fish in there as well. So uh, that is really the uh, what I've got this morning here as far as the Powerhouse Marine Hotspot report. So thanks to Powerhouse Marine for uh, sponsoring the fishing report here this morning on WKTY Outdoors. It is uh, it is coming up on eight twenty. I'm going to take a a short break and then come back with more of the program here. Uh, And we'll talk a little color coming up in just a few moments on WKTY and WKTY Outdoors.
3: When you see a house in your neighborhood with a for sale sign in the yard, out of curiosity, you look it up. You want to see what they're asking, what they're going for. Your neighbor's house could be one price, the house a few streets down another. So where does your house fall in line? Let Tony Ryerson of Coldwell Banker River Valley show you with a compared market analysis. It's a snapshot of homes in your neighborhood and those similar to what you have. Find out now if it's the right time to sell. Make the smart investment. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. It's that time of year again, and the fish
0: are biting. So, where are you going to go to get your bait and fishing tackle? Well, I'll tell you where. Fat Cat Bait and Fishing Supply in Trempolo. They have everything you need to reel in that lunker, and they carry the local brand lures the big box stores don't. Plus, their live bait is always fresh and healthy. It's a small-town bait shop with big-time selection. So before you hit the water, check out Fat Cat Bait and Fishing Supply on Main Street in Trempolo. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Alex Guerrero, the one with the so called questionable medical background, but the unquestionable backing of his quarterback, Tom Brady. Brady was doing his paid weekly spot, Boston, and it was your standard Brady interview, meaning nothing interesting. The talk finally turns to Tom's body man, and that's where things got extremely awkward. He had said that all this stuff had been overblown, that he and Belichick actually had a pretty good relationship even then. I said, I don't want to get into it. I saw the reports this weekend and he's traveling with the team. Was he on the sideline on Friday? Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. I'll talk to you later. You may not think it's a story, but the fact is it is. Brady and Belichick reportedly were not on the same page last season. And part of the reason for that is Belichick obviously does not like Guerrero, does not want him around. Don't miss that Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY.
1: WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me this morning on WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And uh, before we hop back into uh, the program here and talk a little other fishing news here this morning, I just want to go over the sports calendar for uh, this weekend. Anyway, we've got football, college football, you're coming your way this afternoon. Uh, UWL takes on Stout. That game is at two o'clock uh, here on WKTY. And then uh, coming up tomorrow, um, we've got uh, we've got football for you. More football, Packers Lions. Uh, that will get underway at ten o'clock tomorrow morning, uh, with the pregame festivities. Uh, kickoff scheduled for twelve noon. Again here on WKTY and plenty of post game action and analysis afterwards as well. So you can enjoy that too. Uh, and then, uh, on our sister station, KQ 98, cause I know there's one or two Viking fans out there. Yes. I'm thinking you Mike, um, <laughs> yeah, we've got, uh, uh, Viking football for you tomorrow on our sister station, KQ 98. That'll get underway at two twenty five tomorrow afternoon. They're the, uh, the late game is they take on uh, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, out in Philly. And then uh, tomorrow evening, Cowboys and Texans, that will be at 6.30. Uh, and on our sister station, uh, WIZM, NASCAR Racing coming your way at 12 noon. And I can't tell you about the Brewers because I don't know. They didn't leave me a note. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So we got plenty of sports coming your way here. Um, but all I can say is, wouldn't that be? Sweep, ooh, wouldn't that be sweet? That was fun watching. Well, I didn't go to the games, but I you know watched the Brewers on TV the last few days, and that was fun. Nail biting, but fun. A little nicer yesterday that you know they went up four nothing. It's like okay, I think. just win it, just be done with it, (laughs) it's like, ah, stressful, but it's fun, always nice to, uh, always nice to see the brewers in the postseason, so, hope you've been enjoying the games here on the, uh, on the station as well, and uh, we got more for you, you know, we're we'll continue to bring you the brewers, as long as they keep playing, so, good stuff, good stuff, it is, uh, eight and, uh, I'm going to, uh, let's start talk a little bit, kind of the topic of the day here, um, was looking, uh, and I've talked about this before and, and I, I think this time of year is, um, it, it can be a little, depending on, on on the application and depending on where you're going here, uh, you know, this time of year, it can be a bit more critical as far as, uh, uh, your line color goes. Um, I was looking at the, uh, report here this morning from the, uh, from the driftless angler. Uh, and actually I was kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised. I would have thought it would have been maybe just a little bit more stained, but, uh, a lot of clear water and all, and just maybe a little slight stain to it, but not, uh, not too bad. Um, so, you know, if you're going to do a little trout fishing, you know, not a bad, not a bad time to get out there and do it. Um, you know, and and certainly it's going to be a good weekend, uh, for that, uh, if only for the fact that it's going to be nice and cloudy, uh, looking at the report here from Matt, you know, fish are aggressively hitting, uh, leeches and streamers, um, throughout the day, uh, long as the clouds are overhead and sun is off the water. Very true. I guess it doesn't necessarily matter what time of year, but that's, yeah. And we still have another, uh, another week or so of, of fishing, got till the 15th. So, uh, if you're going to get out and do it, uh, definitely get out there as well. And if you're going to, if you're going to fish like a streamer or something like that, uh, a leech, you know, maybe a little, uh, you know, I guess I should say, I was going to say, if you want to try, you know, uh, some terrestrials as well, that's what I was getting at. Um, you know, those are, are great this time of year as well. Uh, some larger flies, um, but, you know, don't overlook the fact that you can put a dropper on as well, a little bead head below, you know, if they don't want the, you know, whether, you know, it's a, a hopper pattern or, uh, you know, cricket or something like that type pattern, you know, a little bead head underneath there is, uh, is always a good backup. So, and some olives are, are hatching right now and, um, those are pretty steady, so uh, you can uh, you can do well with those. So uh, get out there and, and check that out. But, yeah, you know, it, and, and so it's, you know, to kind of come back around here. You know, it's it's kind of important sometimes to, uh, to think about line color. It's not just, um, you know, I, although I think sometimes it kind of is, but is uh, just a, a sort of attract us. You know, I mean, if you walk into any place, um, you know, and look at the different, I mean, there's, you know, obviously you've got clear, uh, greens, a lot of different greens, you know, orange, red, blue, uh, you know, high vis, low vis, invisible, you know, take your pick. I mean, it's 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 pretty, you know, you know, there's. It, well, I was going to say there's almost as many different kinds of line as there are different types of lures. Not quite, but you get the idea. I mean, there's just, you've, you've got such a variety there. And, and, and you know, there are specific applications for them, um, you know. So talk a little bit about those today as well and, um, you know, how choosing the right kind of line, you know, can play a role. There are times, and, and I'll, I'll readily admit that, you know, I think for a lot of folks, um, you know, just the plain old clear, you know, that's really all you you're going to need. You know, I like a little green, you know, a darker green sometimes, um, or a high vis. Uh, as I get older, the the high vis stuff is is uh, uh, I'm I'm starting to like that a little bit more, but that's just because. You know, you get older and, and your eyes don't amazingly seem to work quite as, uh, quite as well. You get to get to do that squint thing sometimes. And it's just, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, I, I guess maybe to, to just kind of, uh, take it to one extreme anyway, a good example anyway, but you know, you wouldn't want a low vis line for fishing at night. No, of course not. You know, you, you want, uh, maybe some kind of a a super line, a power pro or something, you know, that under a, a UV or black light turns like purple or chartreuse, something that's going to light up a little bit. Um, and of course, you know, there's some brands of mono that'll, that'll brighten up for easier viewing. Um, you know, of course, the nice thing about this is while it's, it's great to see your line for bites, um, you know, the the actual UV light doesn't penetrate down into the water, um you know rendering the line invisible it's perfect if you're out you know maybe doing a little nighttime fishing or whatever but you know most of us though eh, this time of year anyway tend to fish during the daylight hours so you know we don't have to worry about lines glowing in the dark or anything like that so um if you do want something that has a little bit of a glow to it um you know I, I, and i've still got some i've I bought some a couple of years ago, but it's like a clear blue fluorescent. Um, some of that Vanish stuff. Um, but and, and I'm not trying to advocate a specific line here or whatever, and, and I do have my favorites, uh, you know. So, But just by giving you a brand name, I'm trying to give you a better idea when it comes to visualizing the types of lines I'm talking about here. So, Now, one of the main advantages of that particular color of line is is uh well it looks blue on the surface since it is a a type of fluorocarbon it's relatively invisible under the water Um, especially on sunny days where the the line is very visible above the water but below the water nothing uh, or almost nothing so it's a it's a pretty good choice where uh you know for clear water presentations where stealth or subtle action is needed to Uh, avoid spooking the fish. And um, the main reason anyway, and to get a little scientific here, the main reason that these fluorocarbon lines are very near uh, the same refractive index as water, which means light bounces off, off at the same as water, thus rendering it nearly invisible to the fish. And then, of course, you know, you go to the other end of the spectrum, where the darker lines are for use in situations where the water is, you know, anything but clear. Um, green is the first thing that comes to mind, and, you know, there's a range there as well. You know, uh, you've got a, 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 you know, you look on the shelf there, there's all sorts of different, you know, it's not just green, it's moss green, solar mint, low is dark green, flame green, you know. It's like, okay, take your, you know, you got to call it something. You can't just call it green. So they even, you know, I I know this was a few years ago. I'm not sure if it's still out there anymore, but, you know, they even call it. There was one out there that was just camo. It's like, it's a fishing line. Come on, you know. But, you know, a a dark green line might be an option to uh, uh, consider as camouflage, you know so to speak um you know you're working a lot of weeds and things like that that dark is going to blend in with the the moss or grass or algae uh whatever you're working there um so that's something to keep in mind as well uh and some of the algae you know tends to run a brighter shade of green so you know you could use a little higher visibility uh green as well um if you if you wanted um There's certainly uh, there's certainly that to consider as well, um, you know. Think of it as, uh, in a manner of speaking, anyway. Uh, you know, you're you're matching the water, along with matching the hatch, so, uh, so to speak. You know, but in this particular case, we're we're talking about fishing line here. Now, along those same lines, no no pun intended. Uh, is uh, the use of like a, a brown or a coffee colored line in stained or dirty water um, you know tie in a bright colored lure you know, maybe orange or chartreuse or something, you know something along those lines and uh, you know you're in business though that is uh but as far as that analogy goes uh, since you know another color that <coughs> I see more of is uh is yellow um. And and we we don't want to match the watercolor, yeah. No, that's just <laughs> wrong. Just wrong. Ah, excuse me here, <clears throat> but anyway, um, and we yeah, thinking yellow snow, but anyway, that's 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 a whole other issue. Uh, but yellow or or gold or or high vis, you know, it does have its uses along with uh with the other bright colors such as tangerine that orangey those orangey kind of colors uh the the suffix uh folks make a make some of those um you know case in point is uh you know when you're trolling and you've got a couple of lines out and you know you just need to, to be able to see those lines a little bit better so they don't get tangled up uh keep things separate a little bit again you know you can see the lines and in most cases, the, the fish won't, uh, since you're obviously either moving too fast for them to notice the line or the line itself is invisible uh, as well. Um, or at least, you know, obscured anyway, depending on the clarity of the water, of course. Um, you know, the, uh, the other thing too is, you know, you can find line that's quote-unquote invisible. Um, again, there's some, you know, some Berkeley Vanish things that, you can buy as well. Um, You know, you can find, and, and uh, you can find some golds as well as that. Uh, uh, Name escapes me at the moment, but again, it's some some Berkeley uh, products. Uh, It reflects the light uh, as gold, you know, it reflects light as gold above the water and clear below the water. Um, So that's kind of, you know, helpful in certain situations. Now, red is another color that that is very visible above the water, uh, yet fades out the deeper the line goes. Again, uh, it's to a certain extent the line, but it has uh, a lot more to maybe do in this particular case uh, with how the way sunlight penetrates the water. You know, red is the first color that disappears as the light penetrates down deeper in the water column. So, you know, it makes a good line a, a line color to choose when you are fishing depths, you know, fifteen to thirty feet or you know, even deeper. Um you're not necessarily going to be doing that a lot out here, but you know, in, in some other places, uh there are some deeper lakes and uh and certainly, you know, if you go fishing on the other side of the state, but uh things along those lines uh as well. Uh but red's an easy color for uh, for a fisherman to uh Detect a subtle bite on. <clears throat> One tip I I picked up is that uh, some pros use red as their primary line, then uh, then tie on a fluorocarbon leader to the end to connect the lure to the leader. Um, best of both worlds. Yeah, any time of the year, whether it's uh, open water season like now or uh, a little bit later on as we uh, we start talking about ice fishing. Excuse me, <coughs> working on a. Working on a cold here. <sighs> Not my idea of fun. Uh, lastly here, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, about clear line. Probably, you know, that's what most of us grew up using uh, and a lot of us still use. Uh, it's just, you know, a clear mono line. Um, and, and it's one color that's, you know, it's always going to be around. And that's because, you know, as things that have been around for a long, you know, it's what works, you know. It fools the fish into taking your lure, you know, whether, you and it doesn't matter, you know, I I said mono here, you know, it doesn't matter whether you use mono or a braid or a fluorocarbon, fluorocarbon. um, clear is probably the the across-the-board choice for most successful color, um, and, you know, that's despite the fact that, you know, it, it can be hard to see at times, um, you know, for clean, clear water, the, when fish are, you know, easily spooked or, you know, hard to, to get them to bite, um, uh, a clear line really, a lot of times is your, is your best option. Um, like I said, though, it, it, it can be more difficult to, uh, to see that line at times. That's, that's probably the one, one of the draw, one of the drawbacks. Obviously you get mono, then you get the, you know, the stretch and, and all that, but that's, that's a subject for a different day. Um, so in conclusion, uh, you know, having maybe a a couple of spare reels with some different colored lines, say like a, a low vis green, a clear or a yellow, for example, um, you can be ready to handle any situation uh, the river or lake may throw at You want a on a particularly given day, um, so there, there, there is that as well. Some things to think about when it uh, when it comes to, you know, we just we just you know you you, you don't see a, a huge amount of talk uh, about that, but you know it's uh, it's so critical to. Uh, obviously have the right line for the the right situation. And, you know, we talk about lures and, you know, where to go, and, but not a lot about lines. So uh, I like to uh, talk about that once in a while just to kind of, you know, keep that in mind. And, you know, we can and, and obviously get into the whole debate over whether, you know, what's better, or mono or uh, braid, fluorocarbon, you know, the super lines, all that stuff. You know, there are just even 20 years ago there wasn't anywhere near the type of lines uh that uh are out there today you know the technology is uh, like everything the technology has improved and changed and um you know it's just it's it's something to think about i mean you know think about how much uh rods and reels have changed in the last 20 years um just the, the rods themselves. I mean, it's, that's, that's part of the fun. It's like, wow, the technology is really, I've got to, you know, and you look at some of those old school fishing reels, like, like my dad had, and, and I'm sure, you know, your parents and, and friends and things like that, you know, it's amazing. (laughs) You look at those and, and, I think in a lot of, and I know I'm getting off topic here a little bit, but it's, you know, you look at some of those those reels and just the the, the craftsmanship and the, the uh, work that, you know, went into making those things and just the, I hate to say, hate to say it, when they messed up, it really got messed up. Um, but uh, uh, I, I, I think in a lot of cases those things are, are just, works of art in terms of, of construction and design and just, but that's just me, you know, and that's not knocking, taking anything away from the, from what's out on the market now. I mean, there's just some, uh, some great tools that, uh, we can take advantage of that, uh, are new and, and really do help catch more fish. So hey, I've got to take a break and come back in just a couple of moments as WKTY Outdoors continues. In just a few moments here on WKTY, ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. <laughs>
3: As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Your station for Green Bay Packers football all season long is WKTY. Packer football on WKTY
0: is brought to you by Ultra Federal Credit Union, Mr. Electric, Burning Communications, Bagnewski Heating and Air Conditioning, Early Drywall, Firefighters Credit Union, Paul's Heating and Air Conditioning, Bubba's Meats, Carpets to Go, Schaefer Woodworking, River Bank, Designing Jewelers, Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning, Gunderson Health System, Candlewood Suites, and Priceland Hemp. Join WKTY for pregame coverage starting two hours before kickoff each game day. And stay with us after the game for complete... Post-game coverage.
2: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Tom Brady threw his 500th touchdown pass last night, and the Patriots went over the Colts. He set an NFL record by throwing a touchdown to his 71st different receiver. Not bad. Next Monday night, Drew Brees will do him one better when he will most likely set the all-time passing mark. It's cool to see them move up the statistical charts, but it would be a mistake to start talking about either guy in past tense because both of them are still at the top of their games. Brady's 41, but somehow looks more agile than he did at 25 and Breeze is 39 and is still as deadly as ever. It's hard to imagine either of them retiring if they're playing this well and if you're looking for a common ingredient in both players it's their football IQ. The position of quarterback is as cerebral as ever now. The old guys have an edge in that crucial area of the game so we can celebrate Brady and Breeze but just remember they're not done achieving great things. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. There's no better place to watch football with friends than Buffalo Wild Wings. $5 craft and import tolls including Blue Moon Belgian White, Dos Equis Lager, Lagunitas IPA, Samuel Adams Boston Lager. $5 cocktails including Bloody Mary's, Long Island Iced Teas, and Mimosas. Every Sunday, play their exclusive fantasy football game with DraftKings and you could win free wings for a year. When football's on, you have to be at Buffalo Wild Wings. Price and participation vary, subject to restrictions, limited time only. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. If you're car shopping, you've probably heard of terms like MSRP, invoice, list price, or dealer price. But do you know what they mean? It's enough to confuse anybody, but not anymore. Introducing True Price from True Car. It's a price that actually means something because it's the exact price you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories. So no hidden fees. Best of all, you'll know if your True Car price is competitive because True Car shows you what other people paid for the same car you want. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car bu-
1: WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And before we uh, hop back into the the show here, uh, I want to mention coming up, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, October the 14th, next Sunday, uh, is a uh, flood relief benefit. And we've talked about them before here on the on the show. Here, uh, this one is going to be down uh, in Westby at the uh, Rood Barn at uh, S twenty two twenty one Olerood Road uh, down in Westby, uh, and of course, uh, obviously, uh, the money that is uh, raised for the uh, event or from the event, I should say, is uh, is going to be going to. Homeowners whose homes were damaged in the Chaseburg, Coon Valley, and rural Westby areas uh, by those uh, those floodwaters uh, in August and uh, in September, and so uh, they've gotten a nice uh, event put together here. Uh, there's going to be uh, live entertainment by the Cooligans. Uh, there's a live auction, uh, raffles, wine raffle, uh, NASCAR race auction. Uh, and pk's best ever chicken queue pretty tasty stuff so uh it's going to be a uh, a really fun time and everything uh, gets underway uh, around 11 o'clock uh, on uh, on sunday october the 14th goes till about five so uh again plenty of things uh, plenty of things going on so if you're uh, looking to uh, help folks out uh with uh, with flood relief efforts yeah, i know we're kind of past it here but uh uh, the need is still there, so again, make your plans. It's at the uh, Olderood Barn, S twenty two twenty one Olderood Road, uh, in Westby. And uh, if you're looking for uh, info and, and some other information on that, uh, just go to the the go to Facebook and uh, uh, search under "Local Flood Relief Benefit," and that will uh, that will bring the page up. And again, you can find all the you know, find some other information and yeah, they got some pictures here of, of, some of the things that, uh, uh, that they've got, you know, uh, you know, some nice Packer stuff, autograph stuff. That's yeah, cool. So that'll be a, uh, that'll be a good time. Looking forward to that As again, that's, uh, next Sunday from 11 until five. So if you get a chance to stop on out that way, uh, by all means, please do and help your neighbors out. And uh, <clears throat> speaking of events going on, uh, mention this one as well. That uh, coming up on the 18th of October, a couple Wednesdays from now, uh, is going to be the uh, monthly Cooley Region Trout Unlimited meeting. Uh, and that uh, this one is going to be at the Sparta American Legion, and which is kind of appropriate. Uh, being out in Sparta here, because uh, Bob Michael and uh, John Noble are going to be talking about the uh, excellent fisheries in Monroe County, and you know, again, we <clears throat> touched on it before over the years here about uh, uh, the fishing opportunities uh, out there, and you know, I mean, for koi obviously, but uh, there are just some dynamite trout streams uh, out in out in Monroe County, and uh, you know, you don't have. Access is great, um, but uh, there's some there's some wonderful opportunities out there. So if you want to know more, uh, maybe you live out that way, uh, maybe you're looking for some new water to try out. Um, by all means, uh, attend the meeting. Again, uh, it's at the Sparta American Legion on October the eighteenth. It uh, runs from about six until eight p.m. Um, they'll have some food and chit chat and things going uh, presentation will start a little after seven so it'll be a uh, it'll be a good time you can uh, I mean by that point this the season will be over but you sure can uh, start making plans for 2019 uh, it won't be all that long before you'll be able to get at some of that water so but again keep that uh, keep that one in mind as well. Moving on to some uh, some other news from the uh, world of outdoors here this morning, uh, the legislature in Wisconsin anyway has uh, the legislature's rules committee has voted to scrap regulations banning hunters from moving deer carcasses out of counties affected by chronic wasting disease. Uh, the Department of Natural Resources adopted emergency CWD rules in August uh, that required deer farmers to upgrade fencing within a year and banning hunters from moving carcasses out of counties that have had a CWD infection or counties adjacent to counties with an effect infection. Uh, deer farmers you know, balked at fencing costs, and GOP lawmakers said hunters are in an uproar over the movement restrictions. And uh, the report shows that the Rules Committee voted 6-4 to four, uh, this past Monday to uh, scrap the carcass restrictions. Uh, the committee tried to erase the fencing requirements, uh, but that attempt failed by the, uh, a four to six vote. So keeping you uh, up to date on that. And also from the, uh, the Minnesota DNR, uh, speaking of CWD, but a uh, uh, and this came out the other day, uh, a deer taken during the opening weekend of archery season in southeastern Minnesota, uh, the disease management zone there, Uh, tested positive for cwd according to the dnr a uh, a hunter harvested the adult male deer about a mile east of preston uh, right in the center of the cwd management zone Uh, mandatory surveillance is in effect for the area which is designated as deer permit area 603 Uh, 18 deer harvested in that zone have uh, have tested positive for the disease since uh, 2016 and uh, if you are Looking for uh, complete CWD testing results from southeastern Minnesota? Uh, you can just, you know, Google that up. It's on the Minnesota DNR website. Um, so you've got that uh, as well. It is uh, coming up on 8:54, and time for me to take another break. Be back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580
0: AM.
3: The stories of the hot spots where the fish are biting, and you're thinking, Man, can my old boat motor get me there? Here's a solution for that a new Bennington pontoon that's powered by a new Mercury motor available at Powerhouse Marine. Not only will this provide you with a way to get you and your fishing buddies to the hot spot, but you could also enjoy the day on the river with your family, do some great sightseeing, or if you're a fishing boat kind of guy, how about a new low fishing boat with a Mercury outboard motor? A new low boat is great not only for fishing, but but also for pulling water skiers. Nobody knows boats and pontoons in the area like the guys at Powerhouse Marine. Plus, to help you find your own hotspots, check with different hummingbird fish finders also available. Maybe you just need a new trolling motor. Powerhouse Marine has a great selection of new Minn Kota trolling motors. So whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a Bennington or a new low-fishing skiing boat, check with Powerhouse Marine and get to your hotspot today. Make your
0: picks with the WKTY Pigskin Picks Border Battle. Just jump on the WKTY website at WKTYsports.com. Click on Win Stuff and get signed up. Then each week, pick who you think will win each of that week's NFL matchups. The person with the top score each week wins a $25 gift certificate to Flipside Pub & Grill. Have the top score at the end of the season, and you'll win a 55-inch television. Brought to you by Flipside Pub & Grill and WKTY. I'm Jim from SignPro. I'm Kelly Krieg-Sigman. The La Crosse Public Library was given the opportunity to purchase a van to use for outreach efforts. I called SignPro up and said, you did such a good job on the banners. Do you wrap vans as well? And SignPro said, of course we do. Of course we did, because we do. It was critical that we worked with a vendor who understood what I was trying to accomplish and, of course, come in at the price you tell me it's going to come in at. We needed to be creative, but with a budget. And the day that I was called out to the SignPro shop, to see my newly wrapped van, I was astounded. It just looks beautiful. I think in a nutshell, what Kelly's trying to say is we have to market ourselves. And it has to be consistent and it has to be professionally done and it has to be clear. So if your business needs visual branding, you know where to go. Go to a pro! Sign pro
1: KTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson dot dot com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And got just a few minutes left to go in the program here. So, uh, again, just uh, talk a little bit about um, maybe where to to go this weekend, uh, as far as uh, as far as the fishing goes great opportunity and again you know you're gonna have to battle maybe a little higher water um a little bit of current but if you can get out of that current uh find some backwater areas uh i think you'll uh, you'll do well especially if you're looking for uh you know, crappies or panfish um i think that's if, if i was going to make a recommendation that's maybe what i'd be targeting this weekend um and again uh you can find some backwater areas i'm guessing you know Uh, I know the the, the Three Lakes area up by Trempolo, great spot to go. Um, But I'm I'm thinking some of those backwater areas, like down by Goose Island, uh, Stoddard, down in that neck of the woods, not a bad place to uh, uh, try out as well. Uh, Maybe down by Brownsville, um, Lawrence Lake area, uh, some of those places. Uh, Again, with some of that slack water, I think is uh, um, probably what you're going to be looking for uh and, and certainly some obviously some structure but uh, uh those would be the kind of places i think i would uh, i would be focusing on if you're looking for uh, you know walleye and things like that again um maybe yeah start out on the wing dams uh but don't be afraid to uh, to move around i don't know if they're going to be uh uh really concentrated in those areas it sounds from the like the, the fishing report that I, I got from fat cat bait uh, is that um, they're not necess- you know there are some there but not you know big numbers or anything like that so um, you know if you're you're kind of striking out you know maybe move to a different place try something a little bit different uh, but those uh those would be the things that uh, i'd be working on this weekend if i were uh, uh, headed out uh, on the water so uh, give those a try and good luck to you if you're you're headed out this weekend course as always uh, be safe as well Going to wrap things up for this saturday again thank you so much for listening to wkty outdoors i'll be back next saturday with another program for you again wkty outdoors i want to thank uh, tony ryerson uh for, you know, sponsoring the show fat cat bait as well powerhouse marine thank you all we'll see you next saturday on wkty outdoors
0: Western Wisconsin Sports League. WKTY Lacrosse. 96.7 FM. 580 AM.